Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Hey. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. The Sparky Fiber, Gary Ellerson. Don't forget, get that strawberry frosty today. Today. Got to have some time to enjoy yourself a little bit each and every day. And take that 15 minutes, that rich and creamy strawberry frosty from Wendy's. Got to use a spoon. That straw's just not going to work. It's so good. I'm telling y'all, Von Mago Jr. was telling y'all, it is so good. Mm. And again, these strawberry frosty treats are going so fast. So when it's time for Frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only uh, right now. Get that strawberry Frosty at Wendy's. Uh, Gary had a stat uh, while the Open was playing that he was reading to me. So go ahead. Read it on here. Okay. Let's have the conversation. Aaron Rodgers, since the start of 2018, has 136 TDs and 15 interceptions. It's really good. Tom Brady, since the start of 2018, 136 TDs, but 43 interceptions. Significantly more. Significantly Significantly more. Yep. But Brady's has, in that time, has come on and beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. uh, That is almost almost triple, double the interceptions. 15 to 43. Oh, my goodness. Triple. Yeah, about triple. Forty-five would be triple. So yeah, holy, pretty, holy. pretty much triple the interceptions. Do you ever hear anybody talking about Brady interceptions that much? Never. Not a lot. Do you? Never. Nope. Nope. Maybe which, those. Which goes to say, we got three of them in the second half. You this know, dude's thrown forty-three right. interceptions. Yep. 
But but again, Rodgers is the outlier. Like he's not normal. Like Brady is closer to normal than him when it comes to the amount of interceptions you throw in the course of a season, right? Rodgers is always the guy, leader in the clubhouse by a ton, with fewest amount of interceptions thrown in a season. Quarterback rating, he's going to be there uh, at the end for sure. I say this, he's always going to have the better numbers. Yes. Even in a loss, it feels like his numbers are pretty good. Correct. But, but again, depending on how you look at this, it's not going to matter because people are still going to say Brady over Rodgers every day of the week. Twice on of football Sunday. Right. That's how they're going to view it. And regardless of how many interceptions Brady threw versus Rodgers, even if you look at the entire course of their career, I bet you it's even uglier. If you look at the entire course of their career, interceptions one to the other, it does not just it's not going to matter when you start when you start putting together legacies uh, and guys that have done it. We brought it up earlier as far as we were reading the top uh, forty quarterback list from Chris Sims from Pro Football right. Network. Our uh, uh, NBC Sports and Pro Football Talk, and he has Rogers five or whatever, and Brady's like eight, mm-hmm. uh, and one is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes two, and I brought it up to Gary. I said, "Well, you know, if he goes out and and takes this team to a Super Bowl with what he's got at wide receiver, uh, without Devontae Adams, that very first year losing Devontae Adams, you know, does, does that make him one or whatever the case may be? I'll take it a step further." If he goes out and does that, is that more impressive than anything Brady has done to this point in his career? Oh. Because if if you look at Brady early in his career, he had Patton, Givens, uh, small little wide receivers. Jefferson was his biggest wide receiver, I want to say, back yeah, in the day. back then. Um, so he didn't really have that stud wide receiver. No. Like a Devontae Adams, he only really had that once in Randy Moss. Now, again, we can come at me with Edelman and these guys, those uh, guys that he's once, had. Yeah, those guys. Um but they're not Devontae. No, none of those guys are Devontae. Well, Randy Moss is, but not not them West Walker, no. not them cats. No, none of them cats were Devontae. So this yeah. would be a situation where he essentially goes to the Super Bowl without a premier player. Right. It would be much receiver. like what Tom Brady has done. But everybody tell you that Tom Brady's defenses are always better than Brett, not Brett Favre, but Aaron Rodgers' defenses. Right. But it's- the 43 interceptions, Steve, that's a ton. Was that so? That's over five years, a five-year period. Holy moly! 2018, 2018, four years, four-year period. Yeah, yeah, four years. So that's like ten a year. It's not crazy. Wait, okay, let's look. Let's look at the NFL interception leaders last year. Yeah, do it. Um, NFL quarterback interception leaders, uh, 2021. Let's see what it looks like. Uh, all right, interceptions. Um, why isn't this working? Get out of here. Stop. Um, all right, so the worst quarterback last year in the NFL with interceptions was Trevor Lawrence with 17. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl, 17. Josh Allen, 15. Heineke, 15. Herbert, 15. Burrow, 14. All those guys in front of Rodgers, by the way. or Not all of them, but Burrow, Herbert, Allen. Mm-hmm. All three of those guys were in front of Rodgers on that list. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, 14. Tannehill, 14. Darnold, 13. Lamar Jackson, 13. Mac Jones, 13. Mahomes, 13. He was in front of Rodgers. He was two. Baker Mayfield, 13. Tom Brady, 12. And how many Rodgers have? Four, I think. Four. Let me see. Let me go down the list. Four. Oh my god. 
531 attempts, yeah. four interceptions. Do you know who else had four interceptions? Who? Uh, Jacoby Brissett for Cleveland. He had 225 passing attempts. Tyler Huntley for Baltimore had 188 passing attempts. Well, those guys they the both season. had four. Yeah. The next closest one with 500 or more passing attempts is Carson Wentz with seven, with 516 mm. passing attempts. Then Cousins at 561 with seven. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, he is always going to be leader in the clubhouse. He's going to have numbers. By a lot. Yeah. Jordan Love had 62 pass attempts and threw three picks mm-hmm. in 62 pass mm-hmm. attempts. So, but that's always been him. And right. we've talked about it. Like that, in my mind, that was one thing with him watching Brett that he just said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give away picks. games. Right. I'm not throwing three, four, five, six interceptions in a game. I'm not going to be and the reason my team and here's loses. A knock on, here's a knock on that. Do you think that's hurt him, though, of not winning championships because he's not as aggressive as he should be? We've had that conversation. Um, I don't know. But the Lazard play, he was wide open. What did he do? Stuck it in at Devontae. That was being aggressive? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know right. if you can look at Aaron Rodgers right now and say he hasn't been aggressive. I think he has. Now, he's been aggressive mainly to one guy. Uh, in Devontae Adams over the years as far as getting that ball in there right. and letting and seeing if Devontae Adams can go get it, uh, maybe a little bit to MVS. But I feel like it's been more to Devontae Adams. But over the course of time, you can point to guys being open to him not mm, throwing the ball. Sure. Because he's been trying to force it to somebody else. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I don't even know if so you, you can say he that. he has been aggressive. I think so. We may not like that he's overly aggressive to one single player not spreading the ball out as That's much as we like. That's what down to, yes. Right. That, that might be an issue with Packer fans. Uh, but I, I don't think it's because he's scared necessarily to throw a pick one way or the other. Uh, but he, there's no way he's throwing that many interceptions like Brett or anything like the sort. He's going to be on the exact opposite side of Brett. Those two have ended up becoming very parallel in their careers. <laughs> Aren't they? Very parallel. Yeah. But that one stat, he ain't having that one stat matching his with Brett Favre. That was never going to happen. He was make darn sure of that. Back after that, this on the Wendy's Big Show. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. The wait is over. Wendy's Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad is back, and it's the event of the summer featuring freshly prepared ingredients like a mix of salad greens, grilled chicken, oven-baked crispy apple with smoked bacon, candied almonds, Italian cheese blend, and to top it all off, fresh summer strawberries, all beautifully tossed together and served with a side of sweet champagne vinaigrette. Only at Wendy's, don't miss the fan favorite, the Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Got some tweets coming in from some of the topics that we were doing um, today. Okay. As people are always listening on the Odyssey app at different times and so forth. I'm talking about the Rashawn Gary uh, comments. And the question was, do you think it's still a big deal to be a Green Bay Packer in today's NFL? I'm back, baby. Uh, tweets at Big Show Network. I certainly do. But today's athlete really doesn't care who's on the logo. It's a transactional business now. There's no more Nitschke's wanting to annihilate a bear in support of his franchise because he hates the Bears. Because more than ever, you may play for them one day. That's from I'm Back Baby. No, I disagree. I think it all depends on who to – and maybe I'm biased. I, I don't know. But I think when you're – and Steve, you talked about him. Packers, okay, guys know that – logo coming out of college. They know yep. they know what that is. And that's really, sure. that's because of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So then we're yep. just going, you know, lo- I mean, uh, locally here. Uh, if you're Pittsburgh Steelers, that's always going to be – Dallas Cowboys, the star. Kids know that coming out of college. I mean, they just do. Uh, it used to be the Giants. I'm trying to think of another organization in the NFL that's – if you just talk about the organization and the logo – well, then, then it gets to be names like Tom Brady. I know I'm going to Tampa to play with Tom Brady. So, Rodgers and the Packers. Rodgers and the Packers. I'm, I'm, but, but before that, it was New England and Tom Brady. Brady. But now yeah. but it's, guys will follow Brady or they know what that's going to be about. Um, Breeze and the Saints. Yes. Big Ben and the Steelers. Right. And right now, I think the newness of it right now is Mahomes and Kansas City. Dudes want to go to Kansas City to play. They know Especially what that's all about. offensive player. Yes. They want to go to Kansas City and play. Guys know about that. Um, but, you know, and now we sit here, we're watching Minnesota and Green Bay play here. From years ago. From years ago. And, you know, for a minute when they had Chris Carter and Randy Moss when they were doing all that. Robert Smith at running back. Cole Pepper. Yeah. And then did they follow that? So guys knew about that. They fought, didn't, Was it Cunningham in there somewhere? I think he was. Cunningham, Warren Moon. Yeah, so I guys knew guys. that. But this, but Minnesota's lost some of it. The, the the Bears most certainly has lost because a long time ago the Bears used to be. So right now I think it's probably just a handful of teams right now at this point where college kids know what they're getting into when they get drafted by these organizations. Uh, I got another one here from Travis who tweets at Big Show Network. Athletes only care about money. And the name on the back of the jersey, they don't care about prestige or winning. They care about numero uno themselves. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I mean, the players today, players are guided by money even more so. When we got this NIL deal, 
they're coming in thinking about money. Right. They're coming to college thinking about how much money they can get. Now you figure this is will be about money, but I think the NFL rookie pay scale now lends itself to that you're already slotted in. This is all you're going to get. So I don't think it's about money anymore because you don't have holdouts. The NFL cured that. You don't have those holdouts like you used to have, well, at least in your rookie year. After that, you might. I think athletes, to a certain degree, um, get a bad rap, I guess, because that's what happens. Fans now, because of the amount of money everybody is making, now say, well, you only care about the money. That's the only reason you're going um, to that place to go play because mm-hmm. they're going to pay you more than what my favorite team is going to play pay you. Look at that. We talked about it earlier. This kid that just committed to the Badgers, a three-star kid out of Texas, yeah, talked about yeah. going to get the money and a yeah. bag of money when he <laughs> said on Twitter yeah. that he was committing to Wisconsin. Yeah. Time to give me my money or yeah, something like that. Call, okay, with a bag of money. Yeah. That was the tweet of yeah. Badger. Yeah. It wasn't an Alabama kid. Yeah. Wasn't a Clemson kid. Not a five-star right, kid. three-star kid. Yeah, three-star kid. From College Station, yeah. Texas, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, now it's going to get down to the college level. Where now you're going to be like, oh, these college kids only care about mm-hmm. the money. And then you're going to say the same thing about the pros. But let me ask you all something. Don't you all care about the money? <laughs> your job sure you do right don't yeah. you care about getting a raise but you're not getting that don't you care about yeah. no 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 you're not getting the, the millions of dollars right. that these guys are the i i understand but you care about how much you're getting paid and if you have an opportunity to make more money now not all people i do know some people that have passed on raises and passed an opportunity to grow because mm-hmm. they didn't want to be in management rather would have stayed where they were had right. no no want to mm-hmm. to ever be a boss mm-hmm. okay fine i can respect that but, but a lot of you, if given the opportunity to take a significant race to do something else, would probably take it because sure it's better for you mm-hmm. or it's better for your kids and your family or whatever the case may be. And these guys here that are doing this, this is their it's living. The, same thing. the payroll is not yeah. the same as yours, but it, the pay is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Aaron Rodgers could go, you know what? I'll, I'll play, I'll pay, I'll I, play for I'll 40 play grand for a year. I'll play for 40 grand a year. No, sure, I no haven't. problem. Players, you would never allow it. No. Because you have minimums no. even. He couldn't right. even do that. You have no. minimums in every league. No. So these guys are going to make what they're going to make. And that's when I think some people get tainted about their view of athletes. And it's, to be honest, I mean, there's really no fault of theirs. No, it's not. And it's just a going rate. And, but, but Steve, you get caught up in this sometimes too. You remember you were talking about Della Dova? Why you paid him all that money? Yep. $9 million a year. But it was a going rate. Everybody said, well, they yeah. have a new TV deal. Everybody's yeah. going to get they more money. Gave, blah, they blah, did. Blah, 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 blah. And it was a going rate. I mean, so it ends up happening that way. Yeah, the salaries don't really match up to sometimes to certain guys' play level, but you're not going to take less. Delvado is going to take the $9, $10 million because that's what it is. Right. And so, you, like you say, yeah, and I don't blame them. And so – I, I think, though, with the weight scale now in the NFL, that cuts all that out. I mean, when last time you seen a holdout, a, a rookie? No. Never. That but never you, it used to happen all the time. Oh, yeah, man. Before the they came, yeah, and before those guys, they came yeah. out with this pay scale. So you don't get that anymore. Quarterbacks, now especially. Guys, now, now you get it now. These guys on their second and third contracts, they'll hold out for more money. Because, I mean, you know, Rashawn Gary is coming up soon. 
It's going to be weird to see what the Packers are going to be able to pay him or where he's going to be slotted in or if he's going to come in or not. They'll be their next big, te- big test. They've been fortunate enough they've been able to get back to Ari Sign, Jair here just recently, did no holdout. I mean, the, the Packers have been good about signing their own guys without this huge, big holdout. I got another tweet here from Go Pack Go. Uh, tweeting out, a Rodgers numbers in the playoffs since 2016. Because we were talking about even in the playoffs, those quarterback ratings are going to look good. His numbers are always right? going to look good. So going back to uh, 2016, in, in order, I'll read you the ratings. Okay. 93.5. 77-9, that was a bad one, 125 2 96-6, 91-6, 113.7, 97.2, 108-1, 101-6, and then San Francisco last year, 91.9. And 91.9 is not bad. No. His numbers, this guy always going to have good numbers. Always. And the other part about this is the sacks. In those games, he's been sacked five times, mm-hmm. three different times, uh, in those postseason games, he's been sacked five times. That's a lot of times yeah. to be on your butt, on your mm-hmm. backside uh, in a playoff game. I don't feel like we talked about that. Well, we did talk about it last year because everybody was upset about uh, the idea of Billy Turner at left tackle over Yash Nyman. So well, they, I guess it did they, come up. They screwed that up, I think. Yeah, we said that yeah, that yeah, night after know, it was what, over. What is that? Why are you doing that? Right. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think they totally did. Uh, screw that up. One thing uh, you will not screw up is Wendy's by simply downloading the Wendy's app today. You download that Wendy's app today. Now, it's free, so that's always good, right? If that's it's free, it's thing. me. Yeah. Is that the same? Yeah, uh-huh. So you get uh, the app on your phone. So then you open it up, and you'll have offers already waiting for you for discounts on different things without even having earned a single point. You'll have that opportunity. Then... Uh, as you buy stuff and you go through the drive through at Wendy's or your order uh, online from the website or however you decide to do it, or from the app, I should say, however you decide to do it, you're going to earn points. And then as you earn more points, then you have an opportunity to earn free food or drink uh, throughout the course of time as you continue to uh, gain more and more points. So that's a beautiful thing. We're saving you money at this point with this Wendy's app. And then on top of all that, you get that Wendy's locator. That can help you find the nearest Wendy's if you're going on a road trip over the course of summer for AU basketball or youth baseball or soccer or whatever the case may be. It'll help you find that Wendy's for you and your kids and everybody else uh, to enjoy and get that strawberry frosty or the strawberry uh, chicken salad or Dave single or double stack, whatever it may be. So get that Wendy's app today. Download it. It is free. Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. I just wanna stay with you in this moment forever, forever and ever. I don't wanna close my eyes. I don't wanna fall asleep cause I miss you, baby. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh. Live from the Lakeland University studios, Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. See Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, other side of the glass, Sam Schmitz, executive producer uh, today, uh, filling in for AR Adam Roberts. Leroy Butler off today. He will be back uh, tomorrow. Got another tweet on our Rashawn Gary top. Do you think it's still a big deal to be a Green Bay Packer in today's NFL? If you missed uh, what he said, this is what he said over the weekend. 
Just the standard um, and everything that we do as a Green Bay Packer, you gotta realize we wear this helmet for the players before us. It's a historical organization, and I want the players to know that because I had to grow respect and do my history on Green Bay. And I feel like the more history and the more you dig into it, the more that you have respect for this team and the organization, the harder that you'll play for them. So that's just my number one thing, man. We're here to bring a, bring win the championship team. We've been there three years in a row, playoffs. We right there. It's something that we missing, so we all gotta come together, and that's just what I'm focusing and pushing everybody to make sure they want to. Go back, study your film. If your coach saying your step is too wide, tighten down your step. If your hands too wide, tighten your hands. You know, just small things. Making sure you're going back, doing stuff inventory, in, so we can come back and be better as a defense and be better as a team. Were you aware coming here that you were going to be one of the only veterans, if not the only veteran, in the house today? Oh uh, yeah, it's OTAs. You know who's here and who's not. You know. Who were the players that kind of taught you that standard your rookie year when you came in as a rookie? Who were kind of the players that? We got Mercedes Lewis, we had Devontae Adams, you got 12. Um, at the time I came in, I had Zaria Smith, Preston. So you got a lot of great examples, man, with this organization. That's one great thing that I keep thanking the organization for, just having great players in here so you can know what to do. You know, if you want to be a good player, this is what you look up to. You know, if you want to last longer in the league, this is who you look up to. And we have examples of everybody, you know, that high-level, low-level guys on their way up. So, you know, it's a great locker room to have with a lot of energies and, you know, you get to learn from everybody. We spent a lot of time this offseason talking about this new look defensive line. Kenny says it's the best defensive line that since he's been here in 16. What does that do for you as an edge guy? I mean, how excited are you for what, what you know, how you might be able to work with that interior? Yeah, it just makes me hungry, man. Uh, of course, you know, when I seen we signed Jerry Reeves, it was, you know, a big smile on my face. But, you know, just knowing our abilities and just knowing our capabilities as a unit and, you know, this flash is going through mandatory minicamp and some of the OTAs that we had a chance to, you know, rush together is, is going to be scary. So once we get our communication down and we all on the same page, it's going to be a good. Does that change anything about the way you rush when you've got maybe more on the inside that you can kind of build off of and feed off of? Um, not really, because when it comes to pass rush, you know, I got to know what the inside guy's doing anyway. So it's just, you know, knowing who I'm rushing with and just learning who they are and they learning who I am so we get, you know, mess up old linemen. Mess up old linemen. That's what it's all about. Rashawn Gary talking uh, last weekend uh, at OTAs, and that was uh, off of Packer social media. That's why I kept hearing those whoosh, whoosh uh, throughout uh, that mm-hmm. sound. Uh, okay, so a tweet comes in uh, concerning our question, which is, do you think it's still a big deal to be a Packer in today's NFL? Wisconsin family says, I think it depends what kind of player you are. Is it still a big deal to be a Yankee? Or over That's the last one. 10 years, would it have been a bigger deal to be with the Tampa Bay Rays since they have been better? I guess it depends on if you are into or care about the history of the game. So if I'm a player, baseball player, it will be a big deal to be a Yankee. I would definitely think so. <laughs> Whether they're winning or losing. If I'm a baseball player, it will be a big deal to be a Dodger. I hate to say it, but a Cub? Playing at Wrigley? Cub. Boston Red Sox yes. playing at Fenway? Red Sox, yes. Dodger, uh, uh, yes. like you said? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, once upon a time, Giants. Yeah. San Francisco Giants. Cardinals. Still the Cardinals, I think, is a big deal. Giants probably, I don't know, it's in California. Kids want to play in California. May have lost a little bit, but it's still, I mean, it's still one of those franchises. Yeah, it's like the coldest city in California, I think, yeah. to play in those games. They always tend to be colder than everybody else uh, on the coast. But it feels like baseball have more of those, now that I think about it, have more of those magical franchises, so to speak, than the NFL does. Like we just named like five or six right Right. over our head. Just you and I going back and forth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's more. But I think, see, now this is going to be a tough statement to make. 
I, I was going to say, and maybe I'm dead wrong, that I feel like maybe baseball pays more homage maybe to the history of the game than maybe more so than the NFL does. The only reason I kind of say that is is because they tend to hold on to their records for life and death uh, and fight over PEDs and career stats and career numbers and all this other stuff. You don't really see that in the other sports. Like in the NBA, there's not a ton made about any specific record one way or the other. Uh, In the NFL, I don't feel like there's a ton made about a lot of individual records. But that home run record was everything to Major League Baseball. Yeah, it was. And when the McGuire Solza thing happened and all Mm -hmm. that, and then Mm -hmm. all the PED stuff and steroids and all that stuff comes out later, um, that's when things went sideways because now you you mess with their game. Even though there are amphetamines and greenies and all this other stuff going on back in the day, they tended to look the other way. Mm -hmm. But technology got too good, uh, made too much of a physical difference, um, and that's when it, it became something different. So I think it's it's more about the reverence of the game more than anything else. And I'll give you another example. If we go back to the NFL, and we always talk about it, and I think you and Leroy said they made the rule because of Emmett Smith. But the whole keep your helmet on, don't that take your Emmett. helmet off, yep. right? It's all about the team. Yep. Baseball doesn't market their stars. At all. Well, the NBA does a better job. They are the best. Yeah. And that's because of basketball shoe deals and everything right. else. Yeah. But that that's part of it too. Saying, but so NFL you market the about, Cardinals yeah. are coming to town. Yeah, the NFL is, is all about the teams. Yes. The Green Bay Packers. Right. I feel like the baseball is the same thing. I mean, you might get a Trout promotion or an Otani promotion yeah. on a bad baseball team out there in, uh, with the Angels. But for the most part, I mean, for instance, so Corbin Burns, Cy Young. So maybe you promote Corbin Burns, but if I'm selling tickets and it's – uh, a matchup of uh, cross leagues, and it's the Tigers and the Brewers. You know, before you could go, hey, Ryan Braun, Prince Fielder, and the Brewers coming to town. Come buy your tickets, whatever, right? Who is it now? Is it Burns? <laughs> and even if it is Burns, there's no That's guarantee true. he's going to pitch he's in your series. Pitch. Exactly. So it's not even a position so player that it. you're going to market. Yeah. Because it's not Yelich anymore. Not right now. Take no. Back. So who who is that guy? And speaking of the Brewers, Craig Council last night uh, became the winningest Brewers manager in the history of the Milwaukee Brewers, and he passed uh, Phil Gardner, who who held that record uh, prior to him. And they had the Brewers had Phil Gardner uh, cut a little something some video uh, and put it up for everybody to see. Craig, this is Phil Garner. Congratulations on having the most wins in the history of the Milwaukee Brewers as a manager. We both know that it takes great players to win games, but we also know it takes good leadership. You obviously have uh, been a great leader, and it shows in what you've been able to accomplish. So continued success. I hope you have a long and fruitful career. That was pretty cool. And again, you say whatever you want, but the Brewers always tend to do things first class, I feel like. They do. Should I try to get Paul Mulder on tomorrow? Sure. Would he Would he talk about Craig Council? Does he know anything about Craig Council? I don't know. I don't know what the relationship is like. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, couldn't tell you. Uh, but I'm sure he probably has an opinion on the job they've done in Milwaukee, right. even looking from kind of like from afar. Uh, as far as the job that Council has done, because he really has uh, done a really good job. Now, does that mean he's free of criticism? No. No, no coach, <laughs> no manager should be free of criticism. Well, that's we, well, that's what we do. That's I, what I am a million times against that. And There are some fans that feel that way. Like, mm-hmm. 
you couldn't coach a team, Sparky. You couldn't manage a team, Sparky. Shut up. You couldn't do any better than them. There's a reason they're there and you're not. Hear that all the time. Drives me nuts. You feel you can have an opinion on how you think something should be done one way or the other. Like I, I just I don't feel like that's that's necessarily a negative or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Council talked after the game on the field with Sophia Minard about achieving uh, this pretty cool record. Craig, congratulations. 564 wins. Now officially the most wins as a Brewers manager. And when you tied Phil Garner, you said this is a wee milestone. So who are the people that you're thinking of now that helped you accomplish this? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's the players. You know, every day they do the heavy lifting for sure. Um, they're doing all the work. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching them and enjoying watching them play. So, so they're number one. And, you know, like I said the other day, a lot of people have uh, – you know, help me succeed, and, and that that's uh, you know starting at the top, and uh, our owner Mark Antanasio and Doug Melvin and David Stearns, and, and all the front office guys for sure, and coaching staff has um, helped me be better at this job, hopefully, and help help helped for a lot of these wins, that's for sure. From the time that you took the job, you said plain and simple, I'm a Brewer. This is the team that you grew up watching. You wore the uniform, and now in your eighth season as manager, what are you most proud of, Craig, with this kind of accomplishment? I mean, I think it's just that we're providing a good product for our fans, and uh, we've provided them some exciting moments, uh, some exciting times, and good baseball, and, and a fun experience at the park. That's what we're trying to do. Rowdy Tellers doused them. <laughs> well, what kind of that? You, I think that was just the start. What do you think the players are going to do for you when you finally get inside that clubhouse? You've had some epic celebrations. Yeah, I mean, celebrations are good, man. We we grind through the game, and uh, they grind through days, and so a celebration's always good. And wins aren't easy, so we'll take them. No doubt, wins are not easy. God knows. Look at the last two weeks for the Milwaukee Brewers, at uh, courtesy of Bally Sports, Wisconsin. And we brought this up a little bit earlier when we were talking about it. Uh, and that is after that got done, then. They took counsel into uh, the uh, clubhouse or whatever, right? And gave him a beer shower. And apparently he like sat in a cart or something and they just doused him uh, with beer after that. And he was still dripping wet uh, in his post game presser uh, when he talked to the media. And Willie Adamas talked to the fact that, hey, man, that's, that's, that was pretty cool of him. You know, much respect to him for letting the players do that. Sometimes it may not be a big deal to the manager, but it may be a big deal to the players, Gary. And I think sometimes head coaches, managers uh, kind of lose sight of that deal of, you know, you got these guys, don't douse me with Gatorade if we win this game. Don't do this. Don't do that. Uh, but it is kind of a big deal, I think, for players. Well, it is. And I think because Craig is so close to these guys, because he's just basically feels like he just got out of the locker room, but you see how long he's been. Fifty one. But, but it, 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 it yeah, it feels like though he's still close to players. He understands that relationship. And I think that's why he's been really such a good manager here along the way and been great for the system that David Stearns and that they've implemented here uh in Milwaukee. And it's really about knowing your players, getting all these guys trying to play together and really trying to be a player's coach, but still being hands on and hands off. Uh, getting guys to understand their roles and that, listen, you you may be batting second, first, or you may be sixth or seventh, or you this is and so to me, I think it's tougher to do that than uh, most managers here in in baseball because you got a lot of moving parts. Listen, Steve, what did they play? A record number of 52, 55 guys, I think, last year. Ton. And so they were bringing guys up and down. They were using all the, the all the rosters that they had. 
to use. And so that's like a lot of different players, a lot of revolver. Do you know how hard it is to have chemistry when you have that many guys right. moving in if they don't buy into what you're selling? That's a great point. And I, I guess I really never thought about that because you really don't have that in the NFL. You may no. have a guy go down and get hurt, mm-hmm. practice squad, but now you're talking about literally new guys coming in on the, out of that clubhouse all year long for six months. Yes. Guys that you may not know. And they, or, and or, you may not, or you may not never see again. Comes up, makes a start, gone. You don't gone. see him the rest don't of the year. Yeah. That's hard to create. Or that. bullpen guys. And the only way you can create that kind of chemistry if it's an organizational deal from the ground up and all the players know it and then they buy into the system when they're here and they don't buck the system. Right, and Council is the one in charge He's of the one in charge creating of and, and yep. making sure to maintain that chemistry. Mm-hmm. And you could talk about it as well in the fact that Last year's chemistry won't be the same as this year's, this right. year's chemistry. Right. Every year it changes. You mm-hmm. can't duplicate it, right? No, you can't. It, it changes. I mean, it changes. We always say, and Mike McCarthy's always say this, this is the 2022 team because it's not the same players as you had last year. It, core players might be the same, core players but that doesn't but, matter. But you got a lot of rookies and a lot of young guys as you have now in that locker room. And when those guys come into the locker room, it changes. The attitude changed a little bit, and so you got to get to know everybody, and it starts from ground zero all over again. He's Gary Ellerson, Steve Sparky Fiverr. It is the Wendy's Big Show. We'll check out what's going on with the U.S. Open uh, coming up next. Uh, Phil Mickelson should have been on the course now for about an hour or so. Has we'll he talk. gotten booed? Uh, I don't know. We don't have the sound on here, so mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really quite sure what all happened. What's going on with y'all. Phil Mickelson? So we'll talk yeah. about that coming up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh. Live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. So Phil Mickelson, plus two right now through three holes, Gary, uh, at the U.S. Open as we sit currently. Uh, Up on top are minus threes by several players, including uh, Rory McIlroy. So plus two for Phil, who... Uh, is the focal point, I would say, uh, for Live Golf. He's the the star. Yeah, they got Dustin Johnson uh, and DeChambeau and all those guys, but right. he's kind of the guy uh, at this moment that everybody's going to be looking at with a side eye uh, as he's out there. Uh, I saw one tweet from earlier. Uh, Rory McIlroy lashes out in bunker and throws clubs down during electric opening round at U.S. Open as Phil Mickelson and LA, uh, Live Golf Rebels escape jeers. So I got a feeling there were uh, some people letting them know exactly uh, what they thought. Uh, so Rory did what? Uh, he was mad about some shot through his through oh, his clubs down or okay, whatever. Okay, he wasn't um, mad at Phil. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Um, but but it, it that that pointed to the fact that there has been some jeers in the crowd for some of these live golfers. Okay. Uh, out there, we figured that would happen uh, on the tour, right? Not really all that surprised necessarily. Uh, but yeah, so that that's what's what's going on now. I uh, if Dustin Johnson wins, if Phil wins, DeChambeau mm-hmm. wins, and it's a live golfer, whoever it is, if mm-hmm. one of those guys win the U.S. Open, I, I 
I don't know. Does the PGA <laughs> then say you're never allowed to golf in any of our majors either? Does the U.S. Open step up and say you're not allowed to golf here either? Yeah, that's the I great mean, thing about do all the this. majors all of a sudden say, you know what? We change our minds. We're with the PGA Tour on this. You're not playing. That's a great thing about right. This. So the Masters yeah. say you're out. U.S. Open because he's We're, not. They're not going to be allowed to play the PGA right. Championship. But so the Masters says you're out uh, and so forth. Now the only one that would be different would be the British, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so I don't know if they would have the same appearance or feeling uh, as the PGA Tour does uh, towards these guys. But I could definitely see that happening where one of these guys wins it, and sometime next week they announce that they're no longer allowed to play in the U.S. Open. Because they don't want the PGA golfers getting upstaged. They could. I mean, that very well could happen. That's the beauty of all how all this stuff could actually go down. I, you know, to me, it just, it just really doesn't make sense. I, I get, I get the thing of the money that they make, and, and I get why they say. But, but Steve, we do, we, we do a lot of things in life that a lot of people don't like, and but we do it anyway because it's of our families. And it's a support of our families. And so you, if you think about Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, I mean, their families will be set for life. And I don't know these guys these guys owe money or whatever. I mean, I, and that doesn't really matter to me, but it, I guess it comes down to the money that they're taking and how will it set their family life up for the rest of their lives. Not just their family, but their grandkids as well. So I think you got to look into all that as well. Is it dirty money? Is it money that you paid off? Is it blood diamonds? All that kind of mess. You know, I guess there's a lot to go in this. I I just can't, I just can't go inside another guy's pocket and judge him on playing on the, the live tour. No, me. no. And then again, we had Bob Harrigan from SI. What was it last week? Two weeks mm-hmm. ago, he talked about the caddies. Right. He said, guys, that- if 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 you take last place. Mm-hmm. At one of these events, the caddy's still going to make 10 Gs. Right. Or right. 18,000, whatever it right. was. Mm-hmm. So they're still going to, for one event, right. that's a lot of that's, money. That's a lot of money. For one event. Now, right. if your golfer wins it, now you're talking the caddy's going to get a couple hundred thousand or right. whatever it is. And may on be. the PGA Tour, you're talking about guys actually losing money in right. order to play in those events. Where Correct. this doesn't happen. So I think it should give the PGA just like some thought of how they can make it better. For the players that they that's have on their tour. That's not what's happening. And share the wealth a little bit more. Uh, that's not what's happening. Instead, they're getting mad. Right. Uh, and they're pouting because mm-hmm. this all thing is going down and they're throwing jabs and barbs well, they're hoping at people, these guys on the live tour right. for doing this. They're hoping people jump on their side. Yeah, they're not saying, hey, I will figure out how to get more money invested to make exactly. sure you guys can right. make wouldn't, more money. Wouldn't they would say that? Because that that's why the they're response. going. Right. That right. wasn't the response. Right. If they make that, If they make that statement initially and go, hey, look, we locked up whoever, uh, to come in and help us with some of this money, uh, don't go. I bet you a lot of these guys would probably have stayed stay. and said, okay, they would. we're going to have bigger purses. Mm-hmm. It may not be what they're saying, but they'll be better than what we have right, now. Right. But that wasn't the response. Instead, no. the response was, you're not going to leave, well, they, and then they left. Well, because they try and change public perception of these guys. Well, yeah. Yes, they are. Um, and everybody's got their own perception anyhow, and yeah, that's just... That's a tough one. Coming up tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show, we're going to get into the whole topic of Leroy wanted to today, but then he got called away to uh, Lambo to do some stadium tours today, so he couldn't make it in. So tomorrow, I'm going to talk about you know who's going to miss who more, Rodgers or Devontae Adams, plus something that came up earlier when we were talking about uh, with Tim Allen about the Brewers, and then Gary got a text 
uh, as well from his bro- uh, son-in-law. Let's call him your brother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, son-in-law, as far as the Brewers' Mount Rushmore. And is Council there? Is Council close to being there? Now, who are those those top four guys uh, in Brewers history? So we'll get into that as well coming up tomorrow here on the Wendy's Big Show. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. Toodles! All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t